1917 good? Welcome to Was It Good? I'm Ravi, joined by Christian Arjuna, and we're going to figure that out. We're also joined by a special guest, Michael fucking Learman. Whoa. It's me. <laughs> Although, <laughs> that is quite the intro. <laughs> quite an appropriate uh, adjective for the state of my life right now. Wow. <laughs> oh. This podcast <laughs> is already it is um, not going well. Yeah. It's on the rails, as they would say. Yeah. You it's, hate to see it. You what do you mean? It's lit. It. It's lit? That's it's a word lit. that the it's kids woke. use. Stop it, you boomer. <laughs> okay, okay. Boomer. I hate that one. I really hate that. Okay, boomer? I hate okay, boomer. Do you I, take I, it personally? Why? That's no, appropriate. I don't, I, because I don't take it personally. I don't do. take it personally. I just feel it's so annoying when people say, okay, boomer. That's the point. I'm going to use that somehow to segue <laughs> yeah, to the <laughs> actual uh, discussion, which is 1917. And those folks there, those are considered beyond boomers, I believe. Before boomers. The greatest Before boomers, generation. So they're called BBs is what I'm going to call them. But anyway, we're talking 1917. We all just saw it. We all looked at each other and were like, wow, what a movie. And we said, you know what? Let's rush home and do a podcast while it's still fresh in our minds. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and here we are. So like we do on this podcast, was it good? We start off with our one-word impression to kind of recap the entire experience, whether it be about the experience of going to the theater, about the movie, about your uh, person sitting next to you, whatever. But either way, let's recap. One-word impressions. Arjuna, you're busy, so you won't go first. So Christian, you go first with the one-word impression. <laughs> uh, my one-word impression is going to be fidgety. <laughs> Fidgety, so, like a fidget spinner? Uh, no, not like fidget a fidget cube. spinner. I myself was quite fidgety. Really? Because I sat next to you and you didn't move once. I thought you were dead. So that just, shows, that just shows how good of a job the movie did in taking all of your attention away, that you didn't notice me constantly doing this and my feet like doing this. Uh, so wow. I was fidgety for a couple of reasons. I had coffee. Uh, that was the during main the movie. Reason. That was that was the main reason. <laughs> Let me guess. And you've also been fasting today. No, no. I had actually I had a my giant meal right before the movie. So, so we're not rebranding everything today. No, we are not going to rebrand today. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also, the movie evoked for me uh, some emotions and some moments that were you know kind of horrifying and disturbing, and uh, there were other moments that just you know were breathtaking, and uh, but. Definitely throughout the movie, I felt like a sense of intensity, some sometimes dread, you know, definitely a lot of anticipating in terms of like what was about to happen. And that definitely fed into my fidgety, uh, anxious fidgetness, fidgets, mm-hmm. fidgets. Fidget. I, I like fidgety. Um, yeah. Follow up question to your one word impression for 1917. Yeah. If you are going to watch this movie again, mm. you have to say yes or no. But do you think you would be better off if you had a fidget cube? Ooh, I have one. While Before you're watching you it. Uh, and that brings maybe. us to today's sponsor, <laughs> Fidget Cube. <laughs> Fancy Labs, your place yeah. to get maybe. fidget cubes. Maybe just to help with that, you know, that nervous Anxiety. energy. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to – I like that one word. I'm going to actually uh, piggyback off of that because I actually was prepared for once. Wow. With mm. my one-word impression, and that is anxiety. Mm. Mm. Man, mine keep going away. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> no <it's fine. laughs> uh, and I think it's similar. I wasn't uh, fidgety. I would say I was a- a- anxiety, anxious. Mm. Um, this movie, which is um, nominated for uh, Best Cinematography, I believe. Best Cinematography is one, yep. Um, they did a great job of giving the illusion of a one-shot for the entire film. Wait. It was not. <laughs> it was yeah. I'm sorry. It was all filled on one 
compact flash. Yeah, I was I, I was talking to Krishna right after the movie, and they used the DeLorean. They went back in time, and they did the whole thing there, and then they came back mm. to <laughs> 20... Juno's off the Anyway, uh, because, yeah, the entire thing is built as a one-shot. It's consistently building, building, building. Uh, when you're shooting something, a lot of the times you will dip to black, fade to black, or cut scene to kind of break that scene. Because it was a one-shot, it just kept building, 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 building until finally, you know, spoiler, he sat down by the tree, looked at his picture, and then credits. Mm. Well, they do have one cut. There's one, yeah, the one cut where he he gets blasted in the face, which is very clever, I think, because there is a passage of time. Correct, yeah. Well, also, the whole movie is from his point of view, and he lost consciousness, so we lost picture. That makes sense. I actually think that it's from the point of view of the airplanes. Anyway, uh, Learman, okay. what's your one-word impression? Dumb. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all I could think of after listening to Arjuna's. Dumb. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, okay, one-word impression. I mean, an- anxiety, I like that. Uh, fidgety, I like that. The whole way it was filmed and presented definitely gave a sense of tension. So I... I'm gonna go with long. Mm. Yeah. What's uh, the? Does anyone know the runtime of the movie? It's it two hours hour and fifty nine minutes. Yeah, it's just yeah. just a tick under two hours. But when you throw in the AMC stuff, it's about two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's about yeah. three hours. <laughs> does that mean Endgame and AMC is like four hours? Probably. Probably. Uh, I mean, does the time start when the pre? I guess it, I, I mean the time you're sitting in the theater. Oh yeah, well yeah. if you include the I mean if you come AMC early. is at least half hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, you said long, long, yeah. And I think the reason I picked that one is uh, I did have a lot of fidgety feelings. I had a lot of anxiety. Sometimes though, that was from like, can we get on with it? Like mm. the one shot provided certain situations where I was like, I don't want to watch this Mm. but i have to because they're not gonna cut so i i there were a few parts that that i think worked against them in my opinion Mm -hmm. but i think in the long run long works too because it felt like an epic journey on a little bit on the scale of maybe like even though it was a short distance i thought of things like the odyssey Mm -hmm. and um what was the other one i was just children of men well, that's yeah, that's a that's great a one too. Seven that's minute, sort of like one take? Take. Yeah, the seven minute. There's one a take. lot of one takes in that one. Is this yeah. the same cinematographer? I forget. It's a great I question. looked it up um, mm. before we saw the movie, and I can't remember if it was um, Deacons or if it was somebody else. Yeah, Deacons did it. Hmm. Deacons great. Deacons may be my favorite cinematographer, and he did an excellent job of orchestrating this. And to be perfectly honest with you. I wasn't expecting uh, a one shot from him. We were when we were looking at cinematographers. It was uh, the the guy who does uh, all of uh, the the Revenant and all of that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I forget what his name is. Christopher something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for not remembering your name. I feel terrible about it. <laughs> cinematographer uh, Robert six. Richardson. Hmm. No, he does all of. Ter- anyway, I'm getting off track. Long because of the way, and I think that works for it and against it. Mm-hmm. I think that. Uh, encompasses all the things I liked and disliked about it. Mm. Mm. Oh my god. Uh, Arjuna, <laughs> you're the last one, so we'll just skip it. Oh, okay. 
I hear, oh. Yeah, we don't care. No, go ahead. <sighs> go ahead. Uh, so I'm going to go with narrow, and it's kind of to piggyback off something you said, where mm. you know it is the one shot, and I think because you do the one shot, you have this narrow look at the world as you're kind of navigating through it. And so I thought that's that's interesting, and you know it works, you know, for and against the movie. But I think for what they're showing with this movie, with World War, you know, World War One, and from this perspective of this messenger that we follow throughout the entire movie, uh, it works super well. Like it, it it gives you that claustrophobic feel when you're in the mines. You get the feel, you know, you get the feel of the of the of the open fields that they're at, and instead of showing like multiple angles, you know, you know, with cinematography, you show multiple angles and wide shots to establish something. It's fascinating that you just get this kind of over the shoulder, mostly, you know, perspective type of filmmaking that I think adds to the story. Yeah. So narrow. Wait, you said it was negative, though. How's it negative? No, I didn't say it negatively. You say it worked in good and bad ways. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it works. You know, it. I think you had some beautiful scenery there, which you could have shown more of. But I think because that's the way you're doing the movie, it works. So, like, you could, I guess, from a technical standpoint, you could say it works against it because it's like you've built this huge set and you have this whole thing and you don't necessarily get the full establishment. But what's interesting about, you know, kind of one take or very few take movies is you get it's just a different feel. So it work mm-hmm. it certainly works for this type of movie. Like obviously the other notorious one shot movie that came out recently or or in recent times is is um Birdman, the Michael Keaton um <clears throat> was that New York? Yeah, and that's stage the play cinematographer movie? I was the same guy. Saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Emmanuel Lubezki. Right. You thought Emmanuel it would be Lubezki. the same guy, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Um no. And so, and and that it works for that movie for different reasons that it works for this movie because I think this movie, the one shot and the limited cinematography, and I don't say limited as a negative, but it's limited because you're seeing it from this perspective, it gives you a really great idea I think of World War One and that environment. What I'm yeah. excited to see probably in our lifetimes is when we're doing VR films, hmm. and someone says, "Let's take the story of 1917." And make it a, th- uh, a VR story as a one shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're running through, and you can literally look. You can look, and you can get that full capture of these massive and beautiful sets that they put together. And you can look and explore it the way you want to explore it, which I think will be interesting. There was an interesting discussion uh, that I saw from one director who talked about VR being super beneficial because you can pre build your set. And you can kind of see any type of issues you would run into before mm-hmm. you actually get to production. Right. So yeah. you can figure it out beforehand in terms of like, oh, the lighting's not going to work like this because I have the lighting here, but I'm casting shadows here. Or the spacing here, but I'm visualizing doesn't work. So then you can kind of finalize it in the VR realm before you actually start the production. And you're wasting less time when you get on set. And money, probably. Yeah, save, for sure. Save some money. Well, you they, know they, what, they, you know they, what trilogy really kind of used previous stuff like hardcore? What Lord of the Rings? Uh, I guess I mean, they yeah. used. Uh, they were one of the first. And Fight New Club. Line Cinema was like one of the. Mm. F- say one. And Fight Club. So. And Fight Club. They were one of the first to use like three D <laughs> previs. Previs. That's cool. But yeah, didn't they film a lot of Lion King in VR? I believe so. I, I, I believe they were I, all wearing VR helmets to control the VR <sighs> cameras. I believe the. I believe that comment comes from Favreau when he was talking about Lion King. Oh, and then Avatar too. Oh. Yeah, Avatar, Avatar two, three D stuff. Three Avatar, it's interesting four. that you bring up the VR thing because I do feel like 
it had, this movie already had such a VR feel to it. Because yeah. there were a few times where it was like the way the camera would move around, it sort of showed me what I wanted to see. Sure. Even though, like you said, narrow, we did get a lot of sweeping views. Sure. But, you know, like when he shot the flare and then like the camera would come around and then you would see the see flare in the background or the planes. And yep. then all of a sudden mm-hmm. behind them, once they were done with it, they were still back there. So there's a lot of these like technical great elements that they added that gave it the feel of like oh i'm still here those planes didn't just disappear because right. or I'd that be, flare it'd be fascinating to see the breakdown of that plane scene that, there are yeah, there are, so not just the plane scene but on i forget which instagram account i follow it does like a side by side of like the behind the scene and yep. the final product sure and they actually showed the uh end trench scene yep. where he's running through obviously you can and we'll get to this. You can tell some of it is CG or whatever. Of course. But you can see like how they had shit blowing up. A lot the of it choreography of like people running. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. But to kind of refresh our memories, let's get into Arjuna's most embarrassing segment. What happened? Arjuna, the producer, and was it good? Likes to sit down and spend a grand amount of time determining or excuse me, recapping what happened in his own confused so here we go. <laughs> From the mind of Arjuna, I present what happened in 1917. Sponsored by Pizza Colgate. Hut. Oh. First thing, <clears throat> I'm hungry. Messenger boys. Professor Moriarty fails to light a cigarette. So you picked up <laughs> that too? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Krishna told me a really I, good I story. I have a good story. You it, want to, right yeah, jump yeah, in. Just right, right. So, um, so obviously in this movie, there's a lot of seven to like 12 minute like shots, right? And all that stuff is unbroken. So when, if you think about that, technically speaking, every actor, every extra, every piece of equipment needs to be perfect. Uh, what's the actor's name? Who, uh, uh, Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott had many problems lighting that cigarette that ruined so many of these very long takes. There's a great uh, series of uh, interviews online where. The director is like, I love that guy, but never have him light a cigarette ever (laughs) because he ruined so many of these long, glorious takes that, you know, everything is perfect. And then he would get to trying to light the cigarette and couldn't do it. Uh, Do you think think they ever thought like during the process, like a producer or someone was just like, hey, let's just figure out a technical cut and then start (laughs) the scene with the cigarette th- part. And apparently they were like, no, we, this is the it way has it has to be. To be. be. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm curious that, yeah, like yeah. why he had to light the cigarette. Because I, I know yeah. there would probably be a lot of directors, uh, Cameron Crowe for some reason comes to mind, that would probably include that bit of him not being yeah. able to light as he's going along because yep. that's actually what's happening. Right. But uh, So I'm curious why they were yeah. so intent on – yeah, I'm w- getting that lit. Yeah, I almost <laughs> wonder if it's like the actor himself was like freaking yeah, out like while he was doing he it. Yeah, like maybe he was like coming out of thing like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, which I don't know. He doesn't strike me yeah. as the type of actor that would break <laughs> to freak out <laughs> to freak out, freak out over maybe that he actor. Did. He freaks out a little bit if you look up interviews with uh, with Scott, and he's like, God damn it, he felt so bad. Oh, I would because that's imagine. hundreds. That's hundreds of people literally 
who oh, have yeah. to reset. And, when does uh, he light the cigarette? I didn't even notice. So, so he's, he's laying the down, down right? Yeah. He's laying down. He gets up, and then he pulls his cigarette out. As they're walking like, he's out walk, of yeah. the, inside yeah. the trench. And I don't like, – yeah. I'm not a I'm not a Hollywood director on the caliber of <laughs> desk, but I don't understand <laughs> why he didn't just have him like continually trying to light the cigarette as they walk and talk down the thing. Yeah, good old it. Lieutenant Leslie. Oh man, what a guy! <laughs> Continuing he was known onwards, as the cigarette lighter. That's why. <laughs> so <laughs> Professor Moriarty fails to light a cigarette. Hand stuff. Oh, ratty or ratty? What? How would you say that? Ratty. Um, it's like uh, if you. Uh, this is just an inside joke, but <clears throat> when we were younger, we used to make home videos, oh, and uh, there was fatty. a video we made called Fat Man, and I played uh, an overweight um, guy. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> and he had a friend who called Ratty. Mm. It, it's Ratty, a, I yeah. got it. Yep, yeah. he's referring to the rats in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the, gotcha. you know, boom yeah. goes the dynamite. There were some that rats. Part. Yeah, did uh, tree shit, <laughs> milk slurping noise. Am I supposed to go? Yep. Yep. Milk. <laughs> Run from the plane, you idiots. Stab dead scene. Bald Brotherhood. Wait, what's Bald Brotherhood? <laughs> uh, the appearance of Mark Strong's character. <laughs> <laughs> Bald Brotherhood! <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Giving birth to a truck. Oh, yeah. This is when they're. <laughs> when he's like. <laughs> referring to pushing the truck out of the mud. Yeah. Which I thought that was actually. Um, I thought it was an interesting scene yeah. where they pick up some rando stranger and he's just – he's clearly distressed and everyone seems to kind of like get it and they come together and get that truck out yeah. there, which I thought was really right. cool. And yeah. it's an interesting way to show him dealing with – Yeah, just with his friend. Yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. Climbing with poo, pew, pew, pew. Climbing with pew, pew. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> just keep running. French children. I promise to I promise to be quiet. Help. Wait, what? What part was that? So when he passes the young German shoulder soldier, he right? He has he says oh, like, yeah, yeah, right, and then right. he goes and then the guy immediately starts screaming for help. Can we just say the portrayal of the Germans was very clear that they're just all bad <laughs> all the time. Really? No humanity whatsoever. Because they helped the pilot out of the plane. Yeah. Stab. He tells the guy to be quiet and basically, like, I'm trying to help you help me. Starts screaming, ends up dead. So they were just pretty. I mean, granted, yeah. it's a war, but still. Film. It is I a perspective. Mean, it's, film. yeah. But also, I don't. Yeah, the stabbing, I don't know. Who knows? That guy was freaking out. He could have just not known what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, he, he had was, a knife. But he was on fire. Like, you he know, was on fire. he it just was crashed a plane. That part, it was. It was like, man, what a dick. They're trying to help you. Dick move. But he might be thinking, like, him. they're trying to capture him. And he's like, I'd rather die than be captured, maybe. I don't know. You know? But yeah, it's, that it's was interesting because it all happens off screen. But there was the one soldier who did not fire right away. He. Maybe because that's because I, I Wait, the, they didn't know. Yeah, right, right. Didn't he didn't know, know he was. But yeah. it wasn't like they were just immediately. But, you know, I, I don't know. That's tough because, yeah. yeah, when you're in that situation. What are you supposed to do? You shoot first, ask questions later. It's true. Diving into water. Mm. Wait a lovely song. Just mm. keep running. Run through people. Doctor Strange finds the re- the, the one the one reality where they win. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Stark finds out Toman is dead. <laughs> I had a wife and kids all along. <laughs> End. 
Jesus. That's Arjuna <laughs> explaining the movie. That's the movie. Wait, is that what you thought? That's how I. That's how I see it. That's that's. No wait, but you that he had a wife and kids. That's how I saw it. At yeah, the, at the yeah. very end. That was, that's his. Well, that's a picture that's of his wife and kids. Yeah. I thought that was his mom and sisters. <clears throat> oh, right, maybe. I assume they're so uh, young. Uh, the reason I assume it's his wife and kids uh, is simply because back to the scene where he meets that French woman and the little baby. Yep. She asks him, "Do you have any children?" He never answers. Yeah. And so the reason I thought it was because like he opens it and then he sees these two little girls. In there, so I was like, "Oh, maybe I mean, it's his wife and young kids." I like, guess, I but I thought he was like eighteen. He does seem really, old. he does seem really young, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, who I knows? mean, that's an, I did not think for a second that was yeah. wife and kids. Yeah. I thought that was mom and sister. Interesting. Yeah, I thought Sisters. wife and kids. Yeah, I thought wife. And kids. I thought wife and kids too. But or the other, actually, either. the other thing I thought it was was, uh, you know, he wouldn't talk about the medal either, and he put his friend's picture in there. I thought maybe those were pictures of all his like that were from people he'd lost. Oh, could be that too. Interesting. That they weren't anybody to him. Mm. Also could be true, yeah. He's just a wanderer running around. Yeah, saving people's lives, <clears throat> but not, you know, because they all die. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like reverse Batman. <laughs> yeah. He's the reverse of the Batman. <laughs> He's basically saving yeah. Private Ryan over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, only not. Only but not, yeah. 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 Moving along here, so I want to obviously hit upon our favorite and our least favorite parts, but uh, also mm. towards the uh, little bit down in the road in the podcast, I do want to kind of go over the Oscar nominations for this Oscar. film. Uh, it was nominated for 10 Oscars, Oscar. and I think it would be kind of cool if we kind of go through those and kind of figure out, do we think, yes, it's a winner, or should it even be nominated? Mm. Well, that's that's coming, that'll be coming up in a little mm. bit on the podcast. Good tease. But to start first, because my brand is Darkness, We'll start with our least favorite parts. Ooh, wow. And I'm going to start first, and if uh, anyone can guess what it is, the CGI. Thank you. Really? <laughs> the CGI drove me boinkers. CGI and some of the camera movements slash the digital effects that they added to it. So mm. which parts specifically? So there are two specific parts that drove me boinkers, and it's toward the end of the film because I was slowly picking up on it, and I just could not unsee it, and then these two scenes drove me nuts. The first bad CGI that was yucky was when he's up out of the trench running down to go talk to Doctor Strange mm. <coughs> slash the, the commanding officer. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, he's running through, and obviously all the troops are coming up, and the CGI in him, you could if you could definitely see that he was out of place and that there were digital elements behind him because he just kind of had that weird CG pop-out effect going, mm. which, you know, took me out of the film, obviously. And then the second part that drove me nuts was when he finally finds 2nd Battalion, he goes up to the, the group of soldiers uh, listening to the one individual singing in the middle, and he goes and he sits down. We're behind him. The camera goes around him, goes up to the middle of the group of men, turns, comes back to him, and then does this slow kind of steady cam to him mm -hmm. that shot felt like they used a gimbal and then on top of using a gimbal through into after effects and used an anti-shake filter stabilizer sta oh, yeah. anti-stabilizer oh. or whatever and it just gave that weird digital after or weird yeah. digital unnatural you know what it reminded effect. me of reminded me of the hobbit those hobbit movies like yeah. you know how many digital effects they just threw oh. like they would just throw yep. on like i think peter jackson just couldn't help himself he's like 
what if I just layered this with effects? Or probably like, I've got to layer this with effects. I've got to make this look like Middle Earth. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> but it's interesting at the yeah. Cherry Orchard, I really noticed that because they had the door, they yep. had them, and then the background, and there was so there much was of that. There was a ton like, of movement. And that mm. typically happens when you throw a, Parallax. a, a, sta- yeah, a stabilizer on there. Mm. It's almost as if San Mendes looked at it, they used the gimbal, and it was steady enough, and he's like, no, 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 no. More stable. More stable. More stable. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, and it's probably it's probably hard for a movie like this to do any type of reshoots. So they had to work with what they had, because you think about it, you know, a reshoot is months and months later. Because it is one shot, it is just over a few hours. I think it would be pretty hard to like go back and like, all right, let's reset the same thing. Mm, make sure okay. everybody's hair is cut. Exactly <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I yeah, because a lot of those takes were not, even though there were cuts, they were. Yeah, uh, well, that was a there day was or two. Quite like, a yeah. few yeah. long ones. Of course, yeah. yeah. So I, I just think there's probably a lot of posts on that type of movie. Wow. Yeah. I actually didn't notice any of that stuff, but it's interesting. I felt like in the river. There. The river? There was like a rock. Oh, yeah, that was that weird. Rock, that rock. Right, that right. rock. He's like swimming, and yeah. there's like this rock there. I'm like. Yeah. The rock so that's like blurry. It looks like, yeah. <laughs> like he like crashes into it, and it's over. Oh, that rock, too. I yeah. think they put the rock. They, they did that a couple of times when it was clear there was a scene. It was uh, a cut. There was a cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that it was added either digitally or whatever. Oh, well, I bet the background was digital, and yep. then mm-hmm. the rock was digital, and then they were able to cut, and then whatever was behind the rock is where the real. The rock. The rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Learman. Yep. I'm not going to go to you next. Arjuna, what was your least favorite part? Uh, I'm going to go with just it it was on some of the moves when you would be passing a lot of people and it would just for some reason the faces of the passerbys just bothered me mm. because they seemed to be overacting. Yes. <laughs> that yeah, was it. Yeah, I noticed that. And, and like there was a couple times <laughs> there was a couple times I noticed people like dart their eyes real quick cuz they like know the camera's coming. You know what yep. I mean? Mm-hmm. And Obviously, for a movie of that scale with like those types of shots, it's hard to get everybody on the same page. Yeah. But it just is slightly distracting sometimes. I, I loved it because there's one particular guy who's carrying a stretcher. He has a mustache that twirls. Oh at yeah, the end. Like, I saw. <laughs> and I could. I'm like that guy. He's almost smirking. Yeah. And like I'd have actually been an extra in like a TV show, and so I was. It was my first time, and I was clearly like overacting. And everyone around me was like, dude, what are you doing? I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm a background person. I, I need to be not noticeable, like blend in. <laughs> and so I, there were some parts like, the trenches where I noticed that, where I was like, these guys are having too much fun right now. I'm like, no, no, stop. Be anonymous. <laughs> I'm like, mustache guy, no, no. But that's that's actually really funny that you said that. I didn't even think about it until just I didn't now. Yeah, yeah. It just notice it. It took yeah. me out like a couple moments, like yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. times. Yeah, that's but. funny. Uh, Liverman, what would you say your least favorite part is? Uh, you and I are similar for different reasons. Uh, my least favorite part was the end. Um, because it was too happy? No, not <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not exactly the end, but like there was a there was a part that you know where where you like where where he he's in the river he comes out of the river and it's like god can we go can Mm. we just like what are you doing i never felt more frustrated with somebody (laughs) or a team of somebody's than i did in that moment 
uh, I hated it so much. Wait, so when he's coming out of the river? When he's coming out of the river and, and he's just walking and it's yeah. like, dude, the sun is up. You do not have time yeah, to just yeah. stumble around like a zombie and listen to an acapella concert. So, <laughs> like, jeez, so, 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 so my, my, th- my thought with that was like he was like – he uh, the water must have been really cold and because he couldn't talk like he must have had like hypothermia or something like or what he had was a case something. of the frustrate the <laughs> shit out of michael mm. i don't think they did a good job illustrating that his ordeal in the river really affected him physically i mean they tried he like I, tried to pass out a couple of times yeah. but i mean come on you're a soldier you what went six miles from b- a point a to point b or yeah, whatever yeah but he's like, hit his head his hands fucked up he's his best you know, friend is dead. Like, uh, so I, I understand what you're saying because I did feel frustration there, but not, but not, just not at him. It was more like frustration in the situation where, like, oh yeah, like no. he was he's probably concussed as well. You know, yeah. like all that stuff. But I had no sympathy. I was a little frustrated because they didn't dress him up enough to show that he had been through. An yeah, well, like I understand that the water would have cleared it up, but not that much. Yeah, his he face looked too was good. his he looked face too good was at the end. perfect. Yeah, at he the looked end. way too good at the end. He looked I'm like, like he no. had moisturizer. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I was like, what like, the hell? I'm he like, was glowing. Yeah, I'm like, I understand you had some water rush on you, but like he was a hero. He had the hero. Remember, he had blood. Yeah, that's true. He had blood on the back of his head at one point. Like an after sex glow. Yeah, like the same idea. It's like when you're pregnant, you just glow. I would. No, but yeah, no, I don't know. I, I guess it's just that just before that, you know, he sees the suns come up, and he's like, "I have to go, I have to go." And he leaves this ideal situation. And he starts running, and he's like, he's got all this energy to run, and then he's in the river, and he's safe. And I'm sure that was hard and everything, but like, you were just motivated to to run and do all this stuff. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't understand why. Hmm. I I don't know. I, I it's it felt like a way to prolong the movie. Hmm. Like we didn't need that part. We could have just skipped it and gone straight well, to well, the I also found it weird uh that these soldiers were listening to someone sing. I don't know why. Granted at the time 1917, you know, the 10s and the 20s, that's kind of what you did like you would it's your form of and they were about your form to go into dying. Dying. It seemed. I don't know. It maybe it's a cultural thing because this was you know a hundred years ago at this point. So sure. I guess I just, I just didn't understand that. It just felt weird. I, I looked at it as like let's let's witness one last good thing before you witness all this horrible stuff. But that song was die. so depressing. Yeah, that song was about like th- uh, like I, mothers I th- and, and, and. I think and their situation is depressed. Like World War One was. Arjuna, yeah. any yeah, but we saw oh, that's so much all before that, and then like here we are watching these guys, and it's like I just thought this movie was almost over, and now I have to like sit through this. Yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, that's part of my hot take Interesting. as well. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Spoiler, spoiler! <gasps> Larry has a hot take coming. I have a bit. cold take. I don't. Oh, uh, Quinny, you're the last one. Krishna. Um, so I found the whole movie. To <laughs> the whole movie was just made me fidget the too worst. much. And I hate it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the part I liked the least was actually before that, when he's with that French lady. Uh, it was, it was, it was very, that's the part that frustrated me. Cause I was like, that's slow. And I wanted him to get on. I'm like, okay, you have this thing to do. Also, it was too, it was too idealized. Mm. Like I don't, like this French lady is, First of all, like really scared. Also, I didn't, I'm, and I'm not sure about this, but I'm not sure that the French were totally happy with the British oh, you no, know, they, or the Germans. They weren't. They weren't happy with anybody being right. in the damn country. Right. So I, I just found that to be a little bit, she she helped him out a little too quick. 
I mm, felt. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, I know he's hurt, and he has a nice face, you, but come on. Do you ever – do like, when that scene happened, I kind of rolled my eyes. Yeah. And was like, huh, because we we see this in every war movie? every World yeah. War One or World War Two movie is the 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 humanizing um, scene. Yeah, and I hate that. Yeah, I hate I hate that. It what was if, just maybe I, there's I've a seen reason. it so many times. Yeah. Maybe that did happen, and that's in a lot of stories from then. Yeah, and I feel it's made up because you know the thing with stories is you want to put in some good stuff so it doesn't seem quite so bad. Well, yeah. to me, that's the stuff that's probably going to be thrown in or exaggerated a lot. Well, well and the fact that they kept it exaggerated yeah. is like well. You know, it, it pulled me out because I'm like, everything else is believable. I'm like, all this horrible shit is happening. And then you have this super dreamlike almost idealized. Here's the weird thing, too. She scene. hides and she leaves the baby out. Well, well no, the, the baby was hidden. Yeah, the baby yeah. was in the drawer. I yeah. guess so, but it's still kind of like, well, the drawer is open though, the yeah. whole time. So but it's, it's just not her, it's weird. Not her baby. I guess that's true, but yeah. like, she's still taking care of it. So it's just like weird to hide without yeah. the baby. Agreed. Well, I, I think, you know, in a moment like that, it's like, well. Me or the baby? Me or the baby. The baby might distract. Well, then just kill the baby. Well, no. You don't I mean, if, if you're not trying to worried about the baby, the baby being was, a distraction. I'm, I think I just, what it was was yeah. somebody flew into the room and she had time to get that yeah, direction. Yeah. I, I think technically, I mean, that was a slow scene, but it also sort of necessary scene in a movie like this. You have to have this moment of tranquility, this last moment where it's like. He could have decided to stay there. That was a point of safety. Mm. He was with sure. somebody who, you know, like that is that moment where he has to make the choice. The Does he choice. continue on right. to this last final thing sure. or does he stay in Give paradise? Up. Yeah. And <laughs> paradise. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, that's <laughs> I know that's what it was the, offering. Yeah. 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 It was just, yeah, it was, it wasn't, it was the least believable part of the movie for me. That, okay. that yeah. one scene. But makes sense why you guys are just all wrong about your parts. Wow. So switching to a more positive note, which I hate. Mm, me too. Hate it. Skeksis. Our favorite parts of the film. Once uh, again, I'll start because I'm talking. You, you want to make sure no one steals it. That's exactly. Why. Aww, My favorite fun. part is going to be the, the cinematography and the trial of tricking us into a one shot, hmm. two shot. Three shot, maybe four, maybe five shot. No, no, so no, the movie shot. itself. No, but the movie illustrates two shots essentially, because there's yeah, the the sure, sure, part. sure. But yeah. like, I'm gonna say the idea of a one shot. Sure. Like it was supposed to be a, a quick thing. Like Learman says, we're seeing this through the perspective of the main character, and he loses consciousness, so we would lose right. the ability to see too. So I think it, it was well done. So that's so the whole thing is my favorite part. Wow, wow. except for the story. <laughs> I mean, the story is interesting. The acting was great. Yeah. Yeah, it actually was pretty good. It was like it was belie- like everyone, even the cameos that they had, you know, Doctor Strange, Moriarty, mm-hmm. um, that guy from um, the King Colin Kingsman, Firth. you know, yeah, they all did. I think fat, great, great jobs. They did such great jobs. He doesn't know their names. Yeah, <laughs> Ro- uh, Rob Stark. Rob Stark. Rob Stark. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones. He actually did. He did a great job illustrating his face. I would say when uh, the main character will. Doesn't say he's like, oh, is he here? He oh, doesn't yeah. say anything, and you just see the look on his face where he starts mm-hmm. to realize, like, oh, my brother is dead. I think Madden's a pretty good actor. I agree. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that I'm a judge of actors or anything. <laughs> just saying, like, what? he strikes me. He's always done great. Yeah, he's, he's good. He did. You're he great, did Madden. You're great. You heard it from me. Wow. Uh, Christian, what's your favorite part? Uh, I think my favorite part is going to be specifically when they're in the German trench and they set off the tripwire. 
uh, I think that's where the one shot for me really shone because I got as it's like caving in and Will's like blind and uh, Tom's trying to lead him through this German trench to, to safety. Like the one shot really like lent itself to like the that's when I was like the most on edge. Uh, I, I felt claustrophobic. Um, I felt their panic and their their dire situation. Uh, so for me, that's like where I think technically I felt like it worked the most. Mm-hmm. Nice. The end. The end. How end. beautifully stated. Wow. Yours, Arjuna? <laughs> uh, it's going to be the uh, other messenger, uh, Lance Corporal Tom Blake. His death. His death. You son of a why was it the best? <laughs> That's my favorite scene, just because I, I really like. You how hated him, and he finally dead. No, I, I, I li- no, I like the <laughs> character, and you know, the, it sets up this movie as these two messengers, and then yeah. one dies pretty early on in the movie. It's maybe half first third, the maybe not point. even halfway, yeah. right? Um, you know, so it was it wasn't it was unexpected, and it wasn't like you know when you see war movies and you see like deaths, right? They're these glorious, you know, big. You know, obvious types of deaths. Like I think. Yeah. Like, have you heard of Avengers Endgame? That was a pretty epic. Death. Or like, um, what's the Mel Gibson Heath Which Ledger one? movie? Uh, Patriot. The Patriot, right? When Heath Ledger's character dies, like it's a huge thing, right? Like he gets shot and he flies off. <laughs> uh, you know, like why am I laughing? I don't, I don't know, know why. I don't know why we're laughing. We're all horrible. Psycho am I? We're all horrible people. But I, I just, I love how they did it and like how unexpected it happens, right? Like he didn't die in the cave. He didn't die like on this and this. He died trying to help someone, and he died off screen essentially. In terms of he got stabbed, and you hear it, and then you see him bleeding out, and then the whole the whole thing of him bleeding out, his friend trying to help him, trying to move him, he's in pain. You know, he forgets that he's been hit. Uh, I just thought the whole that whole scene was very emotional and well done, and the one shot really played into that. Like you really saw you saw him die. Like you saw the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was really powerful. He got real pale, yeah. and he also got yeah. dragged by yeah. several people yep. without. Yeah, that's what oh, I was gonna say. Point. Like, I'm curious how they did the pale. Probably how, how, digital. That was most likely digital. But the actor, pl- like, play he played a dead body for about three, four minutes. Yeah, he which did is kind of fantastic. So yeah. do you think he held his breath? They gave him a Xanax. <laughs> he probably didn't need to under all that stuff. <laughs> that was the other thing I noticed. Like, God, those costumes are yeah. so bulky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the, the and they probably thing. just wear those the whole war. Yeah, Liren, favorite scene? Well, that you was have one or gonna be part? one of my favorite parts. Uh, but uh, I was gonna say pretty much a lot of the up and through that part, like that. That I think that part of the movie until then, and that, and then that specifically, and a little bit after were probably my favorites. Like the whole up and over yep. and going through. And then even like the, the, the whole situation where they go through up until they get there. Really? I really like, just loved the way they showed the landscape, but also came in close. And like, it really, that to me was the best part. A of lot of like Tom and Will's journey. Yeah. Basically up and up through Tom's yeah. death. Yeah. And I, I, I thought it was interesting at the beginning, the general does say, you know, to the, what to the top of the kingdom or to whatever the man who goes alone goes fastest oh yeah that should have been a warning (laughs) yeah i mean we kind of knew it's a world war one movie i really thought it was the other one that was gonna die yeah me too 
Really? Yeah, which is why I like that scene yeah. because it was so much like probably what it was, you know, like you're there, it's an innocent situation, you think you have everything under control, something goes awry, and next thing you know, your friend is dead. Yeah. And it's like you don't have, you know, like nobody in the audience probably expected it. I know I wasn't right. expecting it that early. Like right. I knew probably one of them would go. But yeah, you think it'd be at the end, right? Like or towards the, the end, end or yeah. one of them sacrifices himself. Yeah. But that's how death is, like, you know, like – yeah. You're there one minute right. with your checkbook on your right. desk ready yeah. to pay the bills, and the next right. your kids are picking it up for it, you. It's also interesting because it was <laughs> – What? It was, wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting because Tom was the one that was assigned the mission, and Will, who ends up completing it, was just randomly essentially picked. Yeah. You know, because they said, bring a friend, and he was the friend that was picked. Yeah. Um, but so we should have known. He was the yeah. first person on screen. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was the first shot. And then you see Tom kind of in the back. And it ended in the same shot that it, we, it began with, too. If yeah. Anybody didn't same tree. That. Yeah. 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 Same yeah. tree. He went yeah. in a big circle. <laughs> Circular Idiot. journey. Yeah. yeah. If they'd have just gone backwards the other way, the general, they went the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They went the long <laughs> way. They went the long yeah. Way. They went the long everyone, way. Everyone knows generals are just idiots. Yeah. Generally speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Before we get into the Oscar nominations, Larry, you have a hot take for us. Oh, I do. Let's hear it so we can scream at you and tell you you're wrong. Uh, well, I was my hot take was going to be a rant about how dumb an acapella concert in the middle of a <laughs> That's not a hot take because I agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that that was it. I just I felt like that whole thing was just a big long one-shot mistake in that. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was there for exactly other than to delay a climax and to show a character at his lowest, but it felt forced and mm. whatnot with the amount of uh, determination he showed just a minute and a half earlier. Mm. Which also, yeah. Anyway. Um, that's yeah. not a hot take. That's, that's a, not a hot take. That's an agreeable take. Okay, then my hot take is that... Um, <laughs> The movie was shit. That <laughs> if, no, <I'm> <laughs> yeah, I, I think know. it's a good hot take. Thank you, because I'm sure a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people actually liked that scene. They probably thought it was beautiful. Yeah, and exactly. loved his voice and yeah. the whole. Did like, anyone oh, actually tear up voice. during like, that? No, I, I teared up from table. frustration. Yeah. Did anyone actually tear up during the movie? No, not once. I really don't know if this deserves any Oscars other than for cinematography, to be honest with perfect, you. <laughs> perfect cutaway into the Oscar nominations mm. portion. RC, we did 1917. We were we were supposed to do it last month, but, you know, life got in the way. So we're doing it for... The Mandalorian specifically. We got, got so we're doing it now for Oscar season, obviously. So this film has been nominated for 10 Oscars. We're going to start at what I call kind of... I'm going to pick the stupidest Oscars to the important Oscars. Mm, sure. And this is my opinion, and I don't really care what you think about my opinion Okay, for yeah. our listeners. Anyway, starting with... Actually, these are actually pretty good. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> eating my own damn words. Anyway, we'll start from the bottom based on Howard Jr. wrote these. Best visual effects. I know how you guys feel about that. <laughs> I'm going to I mean, I'm going to say personally I'm going to say no on it just because like I said the CGI and some of those shots being stabilized just ripped it apart unfortunately. Hmm. Do you have a better option for that category? No, I don't. Okay. I, well, also, I mean, I'm just curious. I will say though, I don't mean I, to put you, on you the know, spot. just just to uh, to counter to yours, you know, I do agree with you that some of the CG and stuff wasn't good, but some of the practical stuff was pretty good in this movie. 
um, you know, like the, the specifically the plane scene, I thought was really well executed and and was all pra- you know a lot of that was practical when it's coming down and it crashes. Um, so I think I can see I can see why it was nominated. I don't know if it will win. I mean, if you look at some of the movies, a lot of the movies nominated this year, there aren't. I mean, like many years, there's not a lot of like big actiony drama e type movies. So that this I would say has a pretty good chance of winning best visual effects, unless it I. I I'm not sure if like Endgame or any of those got nominated. So Endgame, Rise of Skywalker, Irishman, Lion King, 1917. Yeah, that's for visual effects. Lion King will probably end up winning. Lion King, the, Rise the, of Skywalker. No, no. The reason Lion King will end up winning is because a lot of people have talked about the the technologies that they had to create to make the anim, you know, the the. The animals, the realistic animals, the fur on the animals. Yeah, a lot of that type of ray stuff. tracing. Yeah, it's a I lot. Probably it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff that was created specifically for that movie, and it's normally it's probably the most. That, that's the, yeah, that's probably why it'll win. Sound mixing, best sound mixing. What do we think? That's pretty good. Oh. I would say <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a bad person for this because I don't view movies on these levels. So I and sure. also I don't. I have a particularly good radar for what's good or not. Right. If it doesn't pull me out of the movie and none of these things how did, about then it, to me it's like, uh, how, maybe. How, what if I help you by saying some of the other nominees? Yeah, that, that actually probably You actually have seen – you've seen um, – so for sound mixing, Ad Astra in 1917, Ford vs. Ferrari, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Joker. I've Personally, I would say Ad Astra because it's a space movie, and I'm biased as fuck. I was I've seen well, all those movies, and I would say the sound mixing is better in all the other movies than this movie. I really? I would yeah. say Ad Astra. This had great sound effects. I don't know about mixing. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was a necessarily memorable mix. What yeah, is like sound mixing? So sound mixing is like taking <laughs> levels like, and like taking dialogue, yeah. background noise, um, special effects like explosions or whatever, folly effects, mixing it all together to create like a more realistic mm. environment. The problem is when you take a movie like 1917, which I don't want to say it's common sounds and features and things, and then you compare it to like a space movie where a lot of it is the unknown. Like, what would a can of sardines opening in a space shuttle going around Saturn sound like? Like, mm. it's it's a little bit tricky, I, I think. Sure. Yeah, and then Ford vs. Ferrari has a really good sound mix because it is a racing movie. There, there's a ton in there that really gives you that element of being on a racetrack. Mm. I was going to uh, say, yeah, that's probably that's another, be one. another one. Yeah. What about huge, best sound yet. editing? So again, what what is the difference? There? I couldn't tell you. So <laughs> wait, wait, we just did mixing. That was yeah, mixing. mixing. This is sound, sound editing. Editing is probably more towards the line of like taking the recordings and actually uh, editing editing them, them <laughs> together in a way that makes sense, but also you can hear because I would imagine a lot of those scenes there are probably close to a hundred different tracks of audio going on at the same time, and then editing and mixing. I'm halfway talking out of my butt here. Yeah, but, like mixing would be. <laughs> sound, make, no, it sounds legit. Mixing though, yeah. would, in my understanding, is like what Robbie said. Like you just make it all. Well, I think mixing is all work. part of mixing is also creating the sound. Yeah. While Maybe, editing, yeah. editing is putting. Taking, wouldn't that be editing? sound recording though? I don't. They, they don't have a sound recording have a sound uh, okay. nominee. So that's why I think mixing falls into the category of creating the sounds. You know, it would have been a good idea is to look up what these mean. No, because we want to give. 
the listener. I just don't on understand our where why the we don't just have a best sound award. Instead I think of we used dividing to. it. And it they've, wasn't they've divided it's just to create now. more awards. It's greedy. It's well, the greed. Oscars are a sham, and I don't really care who wins Mo- what because it doesn't matter. It's just a bunch of yeah, a bunch ego of, masturbation. Yeah, a bunch. <laughs> so moving <laughs> on, blow moving blows. on, moving on. We're gonna go to best production design. What does that mean? So production design is like um, your overall. So production is everything you see on the screen, right? Sure. So the sets, the costumes, um, everything that's part Art of the, the world. Yeah. Well, isn't there costume design as well? Yep. So maybe throw that out of it. Yeah, no, it's art. It's overall art direction. Right. Oh, yeah, it's the art direction? Art direction. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's like what the sets are made out yeah. of more than anything. Right. Which I, I would like say the fact good. that it's a one-shot, there's so many elements going yeah. in there, I think it definitely, wor- definitely works there. I mean, I think it did phenomenal at all of these, and I wish I'd have seen all the other nominees, but I do – some of it is, like you said, sort of like, well, is it – worth is it did it did it do did it go stuff? above and beyond compared to other stuff what are the other ones for production design uh for production design it's going against irishman jojo rabbit once upon once upon time in hollywood and then parasite yeah i gotta Ooh. see those Ooh. see Ooh. parasite a lot of weekend parasite irishman and 1917 are all based or actually i guess all of them are based in real world setups sure right yeah events that happened or altered histories whatever the real world the real world so it's kind of i think that that's kind of cool and then also giving it a style right so yeah Hmm. Uh, after production design we have makeup and hairstyling nope yeah, I'm going to say no just because he looked too good at the end. Yeah. yeah, he was glowing. I, say, I yeah. knew it. He was it. fucking <laughs> glowing. I also sense. felt there were some inconsistencies. Oh, oh, big time. Oh, really? Yeah. The I thought, uh, level, I Tom's the le- helmet like, the changed level, positions. The level know? of mud on his pants drove me nuts. Oh, really? Yes. It because it started out so muddy, and yeah. I have, unfortunately, I've had muddy pants, and I've worn them the entire day, maybe two days, <laughs> and I've gotten them wet, <laughs> and they don't clean... As well as as that. well as that, they yeah. just don't. Yeah. Like yeah. you'll have smears and stains and mm. shit. But your Schmeer. pants weren't army fatigues, right? They also, weren't the they army mine were brand. better, so they <laughs> should be cleaner. <laughs> or not, because the threads are tighter, and therefore the mud doesn't have anywhere to go, and it so it clings. Damn, to the he just threads. science, man. Science, yeah. but either why. way, I think we are all in agreement. Yeah. it's a big fat no. Best it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Best cinematography. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> What? Wow. Who said I don't know? I did. Oh, for cinematography? Yeah. Oh, interesting. What are There's the a other lot nominees? of really good options out there. What do we got? Irishman, Joker, Lighthouse, Once Upon a Time. Lighthouse I, shouldn't win anything. I need to see Lighthouse. <laughs> Lighthouse is one by one, black and white. Don't don't tell me. Oh, I mean that's. I, I mean you'll it. you'll see that from the beginning. It. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. You know that's that's nothing crazy. I, there. It's I just, would say no. it it sh- it should win cinematography because they try to take a gigantic one shot. In a war movie, which in itself is a, f- it's a it's a feat. It's an yeah. undertaking. No, it's a of, big of, undertaking. And I think, like you said, even even though it was a narrow, they were still able to establish scenery. No, I, I, I I'm stuff. kidding. The cinematography, like I said, is probably the only thing it deserves. Mm. Best original score. I mean, I liked it. I I, I thought I did it did did pretty good. I I felt some of the music felt out of place. Mm. Like it felt a little. And I, d- I don't know if I was I was like, oh, I, I want 1917 orchestral music for some reason, or 
it just felt kind of some of the music felt very Christopher Nolan. Yeah, there was one scene I was like, is this pulled from a Nolan yeah. movie? Oh, interesting. It just it oh, felt really? very yeah. very epic, yeah, like in, sure. Interstellar. That's true. To the point where when I first saw the trailer for 1917, it was around the time where there was rumors flying around that before such and such movie the the tenant trailer was going to show yeah and i saw 1917 i was like oh this must be the christopher nolan movie because of the Mm. epicness of the score and that didn't i don't know it just didn't didn't jive it didn't line correctly um plus also like if we go back to the whole idea of like the narrow shot when you're so narrow and so intense you don't expect necessarily such epic music right right like let's let's dumb it down a little bit like there are scenes where he's being chased by germans and the music was like, the Avengers are coming out and murdering everyone, or, um, <laughs> or uh, Leonardo, or Leonardo da Vinci is like, you know, jumping through really slow motion into in, um, Da Vinci's demons, Inception type oh. shit or something like. Oh, the epic demons. DiCaprio. <laughs> what I say, Da Vinci, Leonardo, the artist. I thought you were talking about that show that they had. For oh yeah, the the movie with Ewan uh, McGregor. No, Da Vinci's Demons was a show on. Oh. HBO or something. Oh, I thought you were going with uh, talking about like the Angels and Demons, the sequel oh, to yeah. Da Vinci's Code. No, oh, oh, with Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Anyway, Leonardo DiCaprio in Interstellar. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, best original screenplay. When was? Wait, you mean DiCaprio? When was Inception? DiCaprio yes, in when Interstellar? I said Interstellar. Fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Nolan movie straight. The man. best part is Christian's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like let's ready, ready to move on. Ready to move. Let's move on. Anyway, original best original screenplay. I think it was good. I don't know if What's it was it anything. Against? It's pa- Parasite's Around in there, it. right? I believe Parasite's got to win best original. Screenplay. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see. So it. If, the, uh, if you want to list them off. Best oh, oh wait, no, I I lied to you. I'm sorry. Irish. Oh wait, writing adapted screenplay. It's original screenplay. Because Re- it's adapted. Writing, yep, yep. Knives Out, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time, Parasite, 1917. Parasite gotta win it. For I gotta me. see more of these movies. Yeah. I think uh, I think the way I I mean none, no one here has seen Parasite yet besides me, but I will say that it it's one of the most unique screenplays and unique movies you'll ever see. I'm, cool. I'm really looking forward to it. That's God. We should just. It's a little tease. Will it be good? Can we do that? <laughs> Will it be Will good? It be good. Let's do Let's it. Let's do a preview show. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I yeah. It, it was a good. It was mostly good. I yeah. It it was the screenplay to me was like was the least impressive part of the movie because sure. everything else was to me to me as a you know an amateur. Uh, movie critic um, was really good, like because uh, of the one shot. You know, the mm. whole imposing this limitation on yourself right. for a one shot. Like the screenplay was like, r- it was almost like it's just like uh, I don't even know what the right word, like a vehicle to showcase yeah. all this other stuff. And I wouldn't say the dialogue is deep in any way. Uh, you know, throughout good. the movie, like it, it's the you know, it, it's pretty standard, and I think they got the feel right, and they they fit the characters well. But mm-hmm. it's not a screen, you know, it's not a it's not a screenplay that goes like above and beyond. But th- that's not the type of movie it is. Yeah, anyway. it's not trying yeah, to be. Know. I don't I know so. though, because you're trying to write a single shot, mm-hmm. and that's basically writing in second person, right. which is, mm. you know, like nearly impossible to do well. And I don't think they did it perfectly. But I will say it's that done well, like, for sure. as much as all your points are valid, I think that would be my initial reaction. But trying to hit all those beats, those story moments and like those character moments and do it without being able to break it up. Pretty amazing job, I think. Mm. I think it 
had the side effect though too of like that seemed really short like when he's in the truck it's all one shot it's like they took him what five blocks? <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. You know that, what that, I mean? That is like, true. There yeah, was there was a real some time discrepancies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, and you kind of have to if you're gonna if you're just gonna, yeah. you know, you have to accept that there's maybe more passage of time, which than is being clever. Shown. Yeah, but I also yeah. it ha- it did I noticed it, and I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm talking. Maybe their out trucks of my butt. got onto like a carrier plane, and then it flew them. Moving on to the other two awards, this is, was nominated for best director, Sam Mendes. Yeah, I think that's uh, he at least should be nominated, right? I, I mean, think nomination yeah, is good. Nomination is good. I don't who know. If, are we up what's against? He, yeah, who's it up against? He is against your mama. Oh, mom. He is against Irishman, Joker. Or excuse me, Martin Scorsese for the Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker. No, maybe Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time, and no, Bong Joon Ho. Oh, for Parasite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even seen Parasite yet, but I'm gonna say I need to see Parasite. I would go. I would go with the Parasite. I will always pick Bong Joon. He's great. He's just great. Everything he's he probably does. deserves it. But of the ones I've seen, I think Joker is a much God. I hate that I'm saying that much better written movie than any of the ones. But best directed. Best directed. Yes, absolutely. Oh. Best yeah. directed. I, th- I think that the way that that went. I mean, I don't know. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of there's a lot that goes in again to like a, a one shot long take type of movie. And, um, yeah. The you reason, have to manage acting for mm, so many people for yeah. such a long take, and everybody has to hit <sighs> it perfectly. You're right. There's a lot of yeah. skill in that. And and I think I think I think we all agree it's not a perfect movie. Yeah. But I do think there's a lot of positives to this movie. But when I think about a director, I think of performance management, and on sure. a scale this big, very great. All the performances in 1917 were really good. But as far as like really digging into who these characters were, in my opinion, and really pulling out. I don't know. Madden did really great at the end with his reaction. Mm. Schofield, I felt the actor did. I don't want to disparage him at all. He did fantastic. I feel like saying it doesn't deserve best director is Mm. a knock against it. I just felt like the stuff that we got out of some of the, I don't know. I don't know if best is nomination for sure. Nomination for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't so seen the, all the other stuff. So, so then the big one, Best Picture. Mm. Oh, I think nomination. Nomination deserves a nomination. I would yeah, say. it's one of the best I've seen yeah. in this yeah. cycle. Uh, will, it, will it win it? Probably, I don't think it should win it. It's the, I haven't seen everything. It either, is the, so it's, I don't know. it's the favorite right now because it did win the Golden Globe mm. yeah. for Best Picture. It's right. up against uh, – I mean, who are the two favorites? Is it Once Upon a Time and 1917? Yeah, Once Upon a Time's up there. Uh, 1917 is up there. Ford vs. Ferrari is a popular one. Marriage Story. Marriage Story. Jojo Rabbit. Parasite. Irishman and then Ford vs. Ferrari. Irishman's another one because Scorsese is is an Academy darling. So if Parasite (laughs) wins, question, is that the first foreign film to win a best picture? I don't think it it wins. It's the first in a, a long time, but I don't think it's the first. Okay. Interesting. That would be oh, that, might that be. would be interesting. I believe there was a Spanish movie that won. Well, well Roma actually Roma, Roma won, and, and that was yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that was a couple years ago. Um, not yeah. too, that not, so, not that long ago though, right? It was like two years last year. Two years ago, last yeah. year so was recent. Who won last year? I, I don't Might know. Honestly, I, no, wait, actually, the Oscars have gotten less and less. According to this, no Parasite would be the first foreign film. To oh. win Best Picture, if it happens, maybe Roma was an American. It says production. it seems likely, if not to luck, it will win Best International for sure. Yeah, it win Best Foreign Film. Really? Sure. So it is the f- so what was Roma? I thought Roma was a from. It's Mexico. a Mexican film. It is a Mexican. Did it film. not win? 
It it did win the Academy Award. No, it's from Netflix though. Roma, isn't it? It won Why Best do I Picture. I feel like Roma's Netflix. Maybe. It is. It was. It it was on. Uh, you know what? Roma did not win Best Picture. Uh, Green uh, Book won Best Picture. Yeah, that's right. Green sake. Book won. Oh, well, there we go. Well, but Alfonso Cuarón won Best Director for. But uh, he's not the first foreign director. No, he's definitely no, not. He's definitely not. Uh, some other quick things here. Box office opening weekend. He got what seventy eight. Or is that total? Box that's total so far because it opened up yeah, on Christmas Day. Yeah, exists. Seventy-eight point four million. It's been out since Christmas Day. Uh huh. And I haven't seen it until now. Uh huh. Wow. It's less than a month. I've been in a reading mood. It's yeah. fine. I've been reading. You've been busy, and you didn't have AMC stubs. Uh, but I do it, have AMC stubs A list now, and I love it. And it opened a week ago <laughs> in the UK. Oh wow. Okay. So and, and it's eighty-nine on Rotten Tomatoes as well, which makes sense. For a film like this, it was also yeah. the first movie to dethrone um, Star Wars, which mm. would make sense. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 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 Yeah. I don't know. How Kids, I, feel about I that. think it is that time where we ask the question. I'll take a large pie. That uh, that this Cheese entire course. podcast is based on, which is, was it good? Mm. Learman or Michael Learman was nineteen seventeen good to you? I really want to say no, just because I feel like. I want to be counter, but it was it was good. It was a fantastic movie, well directed, well acted, well, well e- oiled. Everything was so good. I mean, the all the movement of single shot and not a single crew member and just a few little weird digital. And things. that song at the end, you loved it. I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not everything has everything. I it wasn't the perfect film, and I'm sure if I went back and saw it again, I might not have the same reaction mm. to that scene. I just really, like, after everything and him needing to hurry, like, it really, as a first-time part. Anyway, yes, great. Great movie. Sorry. Yes. Anyway, good. Cool. Arjuna, I'd like to know, 1917, was it good? I'm going to say yes. Yes, it was good. Not a perfect movie. Uh, Not my best picture for the 2019 year. But definitely a a good movie for sure. Krishna, yeah, was nineteen seventeen good? Yes, it was. Rabbit good. was nineteen seventeen good. <laughs> yes, it was. Really well directed. Good cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> you just copy. I was just gonna copy a little bit, but fuck it. Uh, that's gonna do it. Um, wait, would you any of you watch this movie again though? Yeah, I will watch probably. it again for yeah. sure. I'm gonna Not wait a long theaters, time, but yeah, I will probably it's watch this movie. and then watch Saving Private Ryan afterwards, and then curl Dunkirk. up in a ball. I did like and this cry like a Saving baby. Ryan. Oh wow, I will say that I Saving Private Ryan. Does, I don't think it doesn't really hold up. It doesn't feel like it it's holds intense. up well. It's intense. It's great. It's got some good moments. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm curious. Yeah, me neither. But I, I, yeah, thinking about it, it's hard not to compare. Mm. But um, even though they might be two different wars. They are. They are yeah. yeah. This yeah. is World War One, and that was World, World War II. Yeah, there's not a lot of World War One movies. That was another big thing about this movie. That Yeah. It's a lot of, obviously there's a ton of World War Two movies, um, but not, not a ton of World War One. Mm. Yeah. Nice. But I'm, I'm, I'll watch this as soon as it's back on streaming, I think. It was fun. I want to see some more of the technical achievements and mm. watch it with uh, a seen eye already. Nice. Well, that's going to do it, folks. Uh, Michael Lieberman, where can they find you on the internet if uh, they want to find you? I just pretty much deleted all of my social media except for Twitter. Ooh. Find me at Michael Lehrman on Twitter. 
Nice, nice, and nice and easy. I'm going to follow you now. And yeah. for us, you can find Was It Good on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM, and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Was It Good. Uh, feel free to hit us up with questions, compliments, insults, mm. and uh, if you guys want us to review a particular movie or TV series, we are always yeah. open to expanding our horizon. In fact, we kind of need it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodbye all right <laughs>